And some of us hold on to that past. Sometimes the past is what prevents us from being who we need to be. Sometimes it's painful to burn that tree off, to burn that branch off, but it's necessary for a new one to grow in its place. Welcome to the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show, bringing you an authentic and honest perspective into the inner workings of the world and navigating chaos. I'm your host, Isaac, and this is a message you won't want to miss to live life on your terms and become the hero of your story. Let's get straight into today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Welcome, 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 welcome everyone to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I hope you all have had a good start to the week and let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Today's going to be talking about life is either looking forward or it's looking back. Now, when I talk about this topic, I want you guys to know that we can either have two choices depending on how we want to live. That's either we're always looking towards the future, right? Thinking of what could be, what we can do with our lives, what we can change, what we can inspire in others, what we can transform, or it's looking back where we've been, the people that are no longer in our lives or no longer with us at all, looking at the choices we've made, the people we've, you know, been able to meet, the experiences that we've had. And, and both in a sense, have their pros, both have their cons. But something that I want to say is that on either side, you're still not living in the now. You're not living in what's going on around you right now. And the reason I say that is because I want it to be known that, again, you kind of have to always look at things while being in the present. You have to exist in the present to really enjoy and be able to take advantage of your life because what you do today determines the outlook of tomorrow should that be a reality for you. What what you do today can determine what you do a week from now depending on how you decide to use today. And the past teaches you things, but after that, there's no purpose there. There's nothing for you there anymore. And some of us hold on to that past. Sometimes the past is what prevents us from being who we need to be. Sometimes it's painful to burn that tree off, to burn that branch off, but it's necessary for a new one to grow in its place. I'm going to share something with you guys that, again, it's something that's more recent and it's something that I haven't shared with many people. But again, here we're family. Here I trust you guys And I trust everyone that's listening, but I I have to share this to make it known that, you know, I'm not always right. And recently, give or take so a little bit of time, I came to this realization that some of the rules and the systems that I'd come to in the past would prevent me from seeing the future, would prevent me from seeing new possible realities, If you were long-time listeners of the podcast and you were here when it was the Gentleman's Atlas, or even before it was the Gentleman's Atlas, but for the most part, it was the Gentleman's Atlas, you will know that the first guest that I brought onto this podcast was Stefan Speaks. A little over a year ago, it would have been, the episode would have released around March, mid-March, March 19th, I believe. The day that I recorded that episode 
with him. We didn't do any video, but we did do it in person. That same day, I had me and my girlfriend had decided to end our relationship. And during that time, you know, I had to I had to go down and meet with him. We sat down, we did the interview, and it was fantastic. During the interview, we talked about parts of the relationship and for a good 10, 15 minutes, we kind of went through it because I felt that someone that was a relationship coach would be able to look at how I was viewing things, share his own opinions, and that would bring some of the most benefit to the to the audience of the time and to you guys now if you ever listen to the episode or choose to go back and listen to it because I think it was a fantastic episode. But my point that I'm getting at with here is that during that conversation, Stefan brought something to my attention. And I had said that you can never go back, right? Things end for a reason and you can't go back to someone that's in the past. That, that just, that's something that wasn't a reality that shouldn't be in reality because every time I've seen people do that, they always make mistakes. They don't see things the right way and they, they oftentimes go into places that they shouldn't have been going back into, right? They got out of bad situations and now they're back in it. And so as I'm explaining this, because again, I had, I had prefaced it and he had listened to me talk with him. I didn't come from a place of negativity. I think in retrospect, I was probably one of the best people to just be how I was after the breakup because I was so positive about just how I had learned so many things. I had been with someone that I really cared about and I was on a forward direction. Now I had forward momentum. But then Stefan said something to me that honestly surprised me coming from him because I thought he would side more with what I was saying. And he said, for the most part, yes, a lot of times, and especially the people that do end up going back with a previous partner because this whole right place, wrong time sort of thing, or yeah, wrong, right place, right person, wrong time. Let me rephrase. Um, a lot of times they go back and they just don't understand the reasons or sometimes it's out of safety and comfort. But he said, there are times when the relationship end is situational. It's not because of that two people, you know, didn't work together. It's because of situations like family, location, or, or some other factors that prevented things from taking their natural course. And in those instances, ignoring that to be a possibility can be dangerous was really what he was getting at. And so he said that I respected it. I saw that, you know, that's what he saw. But I, I still didn't share it. Even if I was listening, I didn't share it. And again, that was about a year ago, a little over a year ago now, about a year and three months, so a year and a quarter. And I never really went back on that. Like, I never went back on thinking about that. Like, that was that always made sense to me, and that was enough. And and it was a structure that I believe also provided me a good bit of, of safety and and allowed me to stay away from negative situations, which... Again, there weren't many of, but I think if, if anything had maybe escalated, it was a good safeguard. A few weeks ago, about come probably a month or two now, um, I had explained on the podcast and I had done in real life, I had run a marathon. Coincidentally, the same day that I believe I published the episode with Stefan, but that's besides the point. Um, or at least that I had recorded the episode with Stefan, which I believe was on March 19th. Now, after this marathon, during the marathon, Again, incredibly broken, right? Yeah, this is this was one of these moments that this title really is very fitting because it was kind of looking forward to looking back, right? I'm looking at the past. I'm looking at the promises I made to myself when I was less than I, who I could be. I was looking at every time that I quit when I was a kid. You know, I was really going back in there, but I was also looking forward. 
you know, if I quit this marathon, what would my kids think of me? What would my spouse think of me? And obviously I don't have kids at this moment, but I'm always thinking this stuff. I'm like, how could I look my son in the eyes or my daughter in the eyes and tell them to be a better version of themselves when I myself quit? How can I ask them to be a better version of me if I'm not even becoming the best version of myself? Because I owe it to them at least, at least if I don't owe it to myself. And so again, I'm running through these thoughts and processing it. I get through it. I finish it. But then that night I went to sleep super early because I was like, I got to recover. But the next night, that's where I'm thinking about everything. I had never felt so much just like free feeling, right? This just, what is it? Free falling, right? This emptiness, this gliding, this floating feeling. I'm just questioning so many things. I hadn't felt that since COVID. And so I'm thinking about all these things. And one of the things that I think about was what Stefan and I talked about that day. Because I had because the reason that I had ended with my partner that, that time ago was because our situations weren't aligning. And I had continuously kind of pushed towards that end because I knew that where we were going was branching off. Not as people, but well, maybe maybe as people, yes, but more so the location and stuff like that. And I began to question the own system that I had put in place. I really started thinking like maybe he has more of a point than I thought. And I decided to call a close friend late at night and have this conversation. It wasn't necessarily about um, what I was thinking about them, but it was about several stuff. But that kept coming to my head and I couldn't, I couldn't get it on my head. And so I'm like, you know, it's late. I don't think people make the best decisions when it's late at night. So I said, let me go to bed. Let me sleep on this and let me see how I'm feeling about all this tomorrow morning. I go to sleep and nothing's really changed. You know, right. I'm, I've been able to process things, but I don't, nothing's changed my mind about what, what's going on. So what do I decide to do? I decide to think about it and I say, you know what? I think it's time. It's been, again, it had been the year since we and her had talked. And I said, let me reach out and let's talk because I just need to, at the very least process towards this, because again, I had come from this point of just kind of ignoring, not ignoring. I would not say ignoring. I'd kind of just say, always thinking that I had to move forward and in this forward moment, which I still believe is very important. Like we always have to continue moving forward. We can't stay in the past, but I had closed avenues and closed bridges that still existed. They just didn't look the same. And that's where I come to, and I'm going to continue this story, but I want to come to this point real quick before it passes my mind of importance. You can never go back to the way things were. That is a fact. No matter what happens, you can never go back to the way things were. Not relationships, not friendships, not anything. You cannot go back to the way things were. Why? Because things have changed. The situation has changed. People have changed. So whenever you say, oh, I really wish we could just go back to how we used to, how it used to be, or how me and my friend used to be, or how our, for example, if you're married, how our marriage used to be, or how it used to be with my kids, that is wishful thinking. That is thinking that will never get you anywhere because you can never go back to the way things were. That's where it was incomplete. I said you can never go back. You can never go back to the way things were. Not that they aren't similar, but you can't go back to the way things were. And I realized this. And so then I'm thinking and I'm talking and I'm like, all right, let's talk. And and we talk. And when I tell you that I felt like no time had passed, it's been over a year and it felt like no time had passed. And so in my head, I'm extremely confused. 
because I'm like, like, I get it. Like we had a connection. What we had was real. But at the same time, it has been a year and I just talked to her like I saw her last weekend or I saw her two weeks ago. Like the, the time lapsed did not match up with how things felt in terms of just just speaking with each other about how everything was. And so then again, I don't really like my online conversation. So I say, you know what? We need to meet. Um, if that's okay, grab coffee. So we make plans and that happens. And then I'm realizing just how much, like, again, I had been seeing people, I had been living life, growing the podcast, growing the businesses, spending time making connections with people that I cared about in life. And honestly, I had lived my life. Like, it was a good life. And I've probably had the happiest times, you know, in the past year. And I, and I think it's always going to be that way if I continue being who I am, of always seeking for more improvement. But as soon as, you know, I saw her, I remembered like everything. And so I'm really asking myself, like, is this like, obviously there's emotion involved in this. Like uh, it'd be a fool not to admit that to myself at the very least, but there's still like the connection hasn't, hasn't changed. If anything, I kind of feel more drawn to her than I did before. Not in any other, I mean, maybe in other aspects, but definitely in the connection aspect. And that's what got to me. That's what confused me because how is a connection nurtured if you're apart from each other? And again, I have my theories, but at the base, I'm explaining to you guys how I'm feeling. Like at the, at the very least, I'm feeling confused. And at most, I just don't know what's going on because how would connection grow in the absence of proximity? That was my thought, right? Connection can't grow without the proximity or so I thought. But then, and, and again, I'll get to this point, but over time I had realized that because I had continued to develop myself as I always have. And, and improved and been able to overcome weaknesses, including including this, this what I would call good for the time being, but outdated um, now, we had been able to grow as individuals. We had been able to get out of each other or get out of our own ways. And now we could see each other in a better light from both angles, from both perspectives. And so now that I'm seeing this, I'm like, well, this is different. And then we continue to talk because again, like this was, again, she had been a value at before, Things didn't work out. That doesn't take away from her being a value add. We continue to speak. We continue to speak. And before, because of my situation and just like location and like where I was planning and things I was planning in life, I had always seen an end to my relationships every single time, including when I was with her the last time. I knew that things had to end and I kind of mapped out when they would have to end. Even the first time we spoke, I didn't see that because I always think about things strategically. It's not just about that one moment, but the next moment, and the ones after, you know, what's the continuation of this? I didn't see that. So then I'm asking myself, I'm not going to make the mistake of rushing into something or ignoring the facts of everything else that's going to happen. Right. You know, I got, I got to look at things from the bird's eye. I got to really like map out the scenarios. We have conversations about everything that I think anyone in a couple should have about long-term thinking. And it went way better than I thought. So then I'm already like, okay, well, that that was not, that didn't do anything um, other than kind of push me in this direction. I take a couple trips, um, you know, business, pleasure, all that sort of stuff. And I come back and it's the same thing, even stronger. So then I'm like processing and I'm like, this really just like, 
I know what I have to do, but I just, I'm so confused why it feels so easy to, or I'm not confused why it's easy to do, but I'm almost worried because, you know, the mind seeks for comfort. It seeks for the easy things. But in reality, it kind of like held me and just like looking at the scenario holistically because of the way I think. But fast forward to more recently, we are now together. And I have never felt as clear as what I have to be doing with everything as of now and of, and of what's going on in the future and like planning the future and inclusively just thinking about the responsibility of now that there's more than one person counting on me again and these sorts of things. I really enjoy that responsibility. Responsibility to me gives me so much meaning and push and drive. So that creates a new dimension for me to explore for myself. And the reason I want to share this, and I, and I obviously don't want to share every single detail because I, I, I do enjoy that aspect of some privacy, especially when it comes to, to the home and those kinds of things. There are lessons to be learned, and I hope they might teach you something. Because there might be some of you that might be saying, wow, that's mature of you, or that's great that you came back with someone that you cared about. And there might be some of you who are like, well, you're with a relationship. That's great. Not really my cup of tea. And there might be some of you who might be thinking that's a mistake, right? You two aren't, you aren't together anymore. Um, you shouldn't get back together, that sort of stuff. And again, we're all entitled to our own opinions and our own forms of thinking. My point with this, out of all the points that I've made, is take away this one. Don't allow the past to inhibit your future, but don't allow the systems of the past to inhibit the adaptations of the future systems of the future. Because let's talk about this from a business angle, because I, I, I do love the business perspective, because I think it puts things in an easier, more comprehensible form. What happens to a big company that doesn't evolve with the times? A company that believes that the future will be the same as the past. A company like Blockbuster a company like Sears, a company like Bed Bath & Beyond. These companies, it wasn't that they didn't have good runs or weren't successful at some point. Some of these were the biggest, most successful companies of their time. Things change. Streaming changed the rental business. Online shopping changed the retail landscape for both Sears and Bed Bath & Beyond. Price matching from Amazon changed that for those companies. There might be a day where that happens to Amazon, where that happens to Apple, and it probably will. It most likely will. The business eventually will make the mistakes. As crazy as that sounds, you know, the iPhone wasn't always the biggest player in the telephone game before the iPhone. I mean, obviously, the iPhone's been around for, it hasn't even been around for, for 20 years, right? 07 was the first time we saw an iPhone, but there have been companies that have been playing that game right before the iPhone. You had the Nokia, you had the BlackBerry. And people, when they had those, they were like, this is the future. And they never thought someone could change that. And then it happened. But because companies like Blockbuster didn't allow themselves to see the future, or at least take a chance on the future, now they're gone. And that might happen to you if you continue holding on to the past or the systems of the past and are unwilling to change, to adapt, pivot, or evolve you might become a dinosaur. You might become a thing of the past and you won't be living your best life because of it. And I realized that the decisions I made, while some of them are taking risks, absolutely, while some of them may not be the most logic-founded ideas or decisions, completely right about that, 
I'm moving with the times. And if I turn out to be wrong, so be it. But I am willing to take this risk and I am prepared for this risk. Doesn't mean that it, everything will go smoothly. Doesn't mean that things might, that it means that it also means that things might go wrong, but I'm ready to handle those kinds of things. And so that's what I say to you. Ask yourself, what is taking me away from where I need to be right now? Am I worried so much about the future that I can't even act on today because I'm always thinking about the future and I'm anxious about something that hasn't even happened yet and it's not guaranteed? Or am I staying so much in the past? People that are no longer who they used to be, relationships that aren't what they used to be, and things that I cannot change. One thing is learning, which is why I say an open road helps you think about where you're going and where you've been, but you still got to drive. You still got to be knowing how fast you're going. You got to be knowing how your gas is looking, or if you're hot, you got to turn on the AC, or if you're cold, turn on the heat. Doesn't change the fact that you can still look both ways. But there's a priority that you have to have. So you have to be radically honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I looking forward? Am I looking back? Or am I looking at both while remaining where I'm supposed to be on the direction that I'm supposed to be? Am I walking in purpose and moving towards meaning? Thank you all for listening. I appreciate your time. As always, take care. Veni, Vidi, Vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. If this episode provided you with any form of value, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. For more information and to get more connected with us, visit our website, www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com for all of our programs, resources, and all previous content with full episode transcripts. We appreciate your support. And until next time, that's all for today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show.